Hi there, this is James Eek, and you are listening to Warrior's Way Podcast, Season 3, and Episode 118. We're going to kick things off in a minute with an article by the towering figure in the meditation world, Sharon Salzberg, where she's going to talk about freedom. But first of all, if you haven't heard yet, uh, if you're a long-time listener to the Warrior's Way podcast or a brand new one and are looking for some ways to improve your training in your life, and if you want to be able to take all of the cool stuff that we talk about here every week and amplify it even more, I want you to press pause and head over to www.warriorsway.ca. That's our website. And I want you to check out, well, check out the website Definitely, but especially the Warrior's Way online training program. The Warrior's Way online training program, to be completely honest, is the culmination of about 40 years of training. I've been thinking about doing this for years, you know, ways how I can reach more people and offer a broader and more in-depth approach to how I train and what training means to me, and then give it to more people like you. These are the things that keep me happy, chilled out, fit, training to be my best in the martial arts and life. The Warrior's Way online training program is all that and more. So you can get virtual one-on-one time with me and I can help you in a variety of disciplines. You can get awesome and unique online martial arts fusion classes. You can train along with me in those, or you can, you know, learn how to meditate, breath work, you name it. There's so much. I spent about a year shooting videos for this thing. So Warrior's Way Online Training Program, it has something for everyone. You can hone your martial arts skills, improve your mobility, learn how to meditate, start a breath work practice. I don't know. Be more attractive. (laughs) You can get in great shape. You can do a whole lot more. So check it out. You, and you get to do it with me. That's a win-win. Warrior's Way online training program. Head over to warriorsway.ca. Check it out. And you can start today from wherever you are around the world. And even a better idea is just drop me a line and we can talk about it. And figure out how to get you started. Because there's a few different membership tiers. And I can help you figure out what's best for you. So there you go. I hope to see you there. And regardless, go check out the website. There's some cool stuff there. I add to it every week. Before we get going, if you haven't yet, people, I say this all the time, because if you're listening to this when it comes out, we are still in the doldrums of COVID. The way we get past this, folks, is get a vaccine. So if you're sitting on the fence, if you aren't even sitting on a fence... Um, just get the thing. I've had both my shots. I wish that it gave me superpowers. It didn't. At least not that I've come to be aware of yet. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just the smart thing to do. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If we want to get any kind of normal life back, this is what we have to do, folks. And let's face it, it is science. It is safe. And it is nice. So get your vaccine. Let's get on with it. And let's get on with this podcast. 
On July 4th, many Americans celebrate freedom. Both the freedoms we have realized in this country and those we have yet to fully realize. Of course, many of us are savoring our newfound freedom from pandemic restrictions as society opens up. From a contemplative perspective, however, we are not free when we are still controlled by conscious and unconscious drives that grab us as we want, run away from that which scares us, or distract ourselves from the distress and suffering of others. In fact, true freedom may come from a must-misused word, morality. While the term morality may have connotations today of prudishness or judgment, in fact, a commitment to morality is a commitment to living life in the most free, the most loving, and the most expansive sense. It means living a life that reflects our love and compassion for ourselves and for others. As philosopher George Santayana said, morality is the desire to lessen suffering in the world. How is the moral life an expression of freedom? One answer is found through meditation. As we gain access to our inner world of thoughts and feelings, we can understand our deeper motivations more and more and begin to catch sight of our fleeting impulses, even in challenging circumstances. This can be as simple as remembering to take a calming breath instead of acting out in a flash of anger or as challenging as staying grounded when facing the lure of addictions. Another answer is found through changing the way we act in the world by cultivating patience, practicing harmlessness, and experiencing the power of love. When we are dedicated to relating to others in these ways, We are not just being tossed around by circumstances that arise and pass away. We are not ruled by changing conditions in the outside world. We have a thread of meaning in our lives. We have a sense of dedication that reflects great love for ourselves and deeper understanding of where happiness is to be found. If we take care of others... We find that our self-respect grows and flourishes and becomes the basis for our growing confidence, courage, and ease of heart. A third answer is found through insight, through wisdom. When we don't follow through on a momentary impulse to do a harmful act, we're more able to see the impermanence and transparency of the desire or anger that arose to fuel that action to begin with. Even if they come up strongly, we are empowered by our ability to choose not to act from a place of desire or anger or anxiety, and we see that we need not be afraid of those impulses any longer, while at the same time we can choose not to follow their call. We can make the choice to let go of harmful urges without any rancor towards ourselves, or any shame about what we might be feeling or fearing or wanting but instead of the greatest love for ourselves. Finally, as we learn to avoid harmful actions, we become free of the guilt, fear, confusion, and regret that come when we forget that what we do and say has consequences. 
Rather than the turbulence and agitation that we undergo when our minds are full of worry, remorse, and guilt, we find that we are more easily able to experience inner freedom. We find greater lightness and ease in our lives as we increasingly care for ourselves and other beings. More and more we experience the happiness of composure and strength. This is a quality of happiness that is not going to fracture as conditions change, when people behave in disappointing ways, or when we do not get what we want. This is a kind of happiness based on knowing our interconnectedness, on the integrity of acting from our deepest values. This is the practice of freedom. So that is an article from the website 10%, and it is by the prominent meditation teacher Sharon Salzberg. And Sharon, if you don't know, is the person who co-founded the Insight Meditation Society alongside Joseph Goldstein and Jack Cornfield. And she's the author of nine books, including her most recent, which is really quite good, called Real Change. Let's face it, we are creatures of choice. Perhaps that is one of our defining features. Humans make choices. Of course, just as in the biblical story of Adam and Eve and the apple, sometimes we make good ones and sometimes the choices we make are less so. And all choices have consequences though. This seems like common sense, but how many of you have a decision to do something or not do something, and then afterwards you feel like kicking your own butt around the block a few times or more than a few times? Regardless of the fact that I have been training for decades, I can honestly say that it has taken me all this time, and I'm now in my 50s, to see, and I mean truly see, how the decisions that we make, and I mean all of the decisions, or those that we fail to, each and every single thing we do actually has consequences. In Buddhism, we call this karma. What it is, though, is simply cause and effect. Every breath you take causes an effect. Every action you make causes an effect. Think about that for a second or two. Everything you do as a living and breathing thing sends out ripples that change everything. I'm the first to admit I have made a lot of ridiculous choices in this life. I'm not naive, and so have you. So is everybody. So is my dog, for that matter. <laughs> my dog loves chasing hornets, and she will leap and bite at them in the backyard for hours if I let her. And yes, those same hornets will sometimes sting her. And in pure dog form, a few seconds later, she's right back at it, snapping and jumping and running. She thinks it's hilarious. And it's funny watching her for a few seconds until you realize she's not going to stop. How often are you 
And for that matter, how often am I like that? Virtually mindlessly doing things that make no sense to anyone watching. I bet you it happens more often than you realize. Maybe you engage in gossip without thinking about it. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you do any other shopping list of things that someday you're going to look back on and be like, hmm, interesting. Why on earth didn't I know better? Here's the thing. I wouldn't beat yourself up about it too much. I wouldn't beat yourself up about any of it. For one, what is in the past is in the past. You know what you do? You learn from it and you move on. The second is that we are all just simple and flawed human beings doing the best we can to get by. Sometimes we're like my dog chasing hornets, not realizing what is going to happen next. The thing is, though, we need to train ourselves to be better. And more importantly, we need to learn from our mistakes. And I should add here that this cause and effect goes for everything. It is everything you do, not just things that you're going to kick yourself for having done. It's the little things that you do too. I've been involved in the martial arts for about 40 years. And in that time, I've met so many people who want to believe their own hype and act like training in the martial arts makes them into some sort of big screen superhero. They walk around like they're imbued with superpowers, invincible, better than anyone else. And of course, this is ridiculous. No, actually, it's beyond ridiculous. Do you really think that the belt that someone has given to you makes any difference to anybody else? It's ludicrous. Does, do you believe that it makes you any different than anybody else? That's even more ludicrous. Does the fact that you train in whatever martial art that you train in make you unbeatable? I'll tell you something. They also thought that the, the Titanic was unsinkable. I've known people who are stellar martial artists who've been killed. I know people who they were certain they were cut above everybody else and they were brought to their knees by life. I've known people who you'd think were okay, thanks to their training, who took their own lives. Everybody is just a flawed human being. I myself have been through my own share of usually naively self-created life drama. But these days, though, I myself have taken a different path. It's taken me a while to get here, too. I first off try to do as little harm as possible. And this means a lot of different things. And by the way, don't think that my way is the best way and it's my way or the highway. You got to find your own path. But I'm going to tell you about how I do it. And like I said, first thing I try to do is as little harm as possible. So for instance, I'm a vegetarian. I try my hardest not to speak against others or gossip. I make cultivation of compassion my central training. I try my best to think first and act second. I remind myself probably a thousand times a day that right now is all I have. 
So don't fear the future and don't live in the past. I remind myself as well throughout my day that every single thing is impermanent and try to grasp what that means. Added to all of this, I aim myself down a road where I try very hard not to be angry and I try very hard not to be selfish I try very hard not to be cruel and not to be critical. Now, all that's well and good. And let's face facts. All of that is very, very, very difficult. The difference, though, is that I don't try to steer myself down this path. I don't try to force it. I try to understand that this is the way. I try to realize that I'm just like my baby shark dog snapping at hornets that bite back and then bite back at them because they are biting at me. And that's what training is. And nobody said training is easy. You have to stick with it. You have to try And you will fail, and you will succeed, and you will fail some more. And what you have to do is try to learn from it all, and try to be better with each moment. To be honest, this world is full of people who give it all half an effort. Actually, that's probably not even correct. The world is full of people who don't even give it an effort. And then there are people (laughs) who try really hard, but maybe give it half an effort. And by that, I'm not talking about just training. I'm talking about life. When all is said and done, though, I think most of us want to leave this world a better place for having been in it. We can be mindless or we can be mindful. We can be unkind or we can be kind. We can be uncompassionate or we can be compassionate. I know the choice I'm making. And yes, I fail all the time, but I also pass all the time. And the thing is, now that I'm walking this serious road of trying to do better and to really see what it is that I do in this life and try to make this world a better place for having been in it, I learn from it all like never before. So my aim in this life is to be, as I've said before, a light in the darkness. Sometimes that light will hopefully be blazing bright. And sometimes it's going to just be a subtle glow. But guess what? Light in the darkness is far better than simply bringing more darkness. And there are so many people who succumb to the darkness and just try to spread more of it. When we're being critical, when we're putting others down, when we're judging, when we're being mean, when we're being thoughtless, when we're just bringing more harm, that's darkness. Is it of any value? I don't think so. What are you going to do? 
What are you doing today? You can sit and meditate. You can kick and punch and choke people out. And this is all well and good, but you need to ask yourself, what use is any of it if you are mean, if you are cruel, if you are angry, judgmental, selfish, cold? Instead, how about you make your central aspect of training to be about more than something that is just superficial? How about you make your training about being a light in the darkness and figuring out what that actually means? What does that mean? Imagine if everyone decided today to leave the past and all those dumb choices behind them and made the present something far greater. What are you going to do? All right, with that rumbling around in your head, <laughs> let's go to the question of the week. Before we do that, like just honestly think about that. You want to have freedom in your life, but freedom is about the choices we make and the things that we do. Freedom is about being far greater. Freedom is bringing that light in the darkness. So the next time that you think about putting someone down, the next time that you want to, you know, just say nasty things about someone that you believe has slighted you, the next time that you get angry over something stupid, the next time you chase hornets that are going to bite you and you bite at them, ask yourself if you can't just try to do better. And you know what? You're going to fail and you're going to pass. And, it do- and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just learn from it. And realize that every single thing you do causes effects. Everything. And all of those things have brought you to today. So what are you going to do from here? All right. Question of the week. It comes to us from Agnes. Agnes, thanks for sending in a question. Agnes says, your podcast is great. Thanks, Agnes. (laughs) And I really enjoy all the things you talk about. But if there was one thing that you'd say is the most important thing to work on in terms of training, whether it is martial arts or Zen or anything, what would that be? That's a great question, Agnes. Um, I'd say that the most important thing is an understanding about the actual importance of compassion. And then wrapped around that, an understanding of why compassion is so important. Why it is so important that you need to train yourself every moment to cultivate it. You might think that compassion is some wishy-washy thing, or you might think that, sure, sure, I'll be compassionate. But when you really make it central in your training and in your life, you'll start to see just how much you probably have been the exact opposite. And that's telling. I know it has been for me. 
you need to foster compassion for yourself, compassion for all those around you, compassion for the earth that you walk on and compassion for what you eat and where it comes from. And I really mean that, by the way. Think about where the food comes from. All the work that it's taken to get it to you. From it growing in the, well, from someone planting it in the ground to it ending up on your table. And the list goes on from there. It's a serious, serious training. It's not something wishy-washy. It's not something superficial. Training, compassion, and cultivation of that is a very deep practice. Especially hard will likely be cultivation of compassion for those that you do not like, those who are mean to you, those who you think have wronged you, and those who have made you angry. It's like if you do jujitsu and you're rolling and you have the ability to just school the person that you're rolling with and make them tap like they're Ringo Starr on the drums. (laughs) But instead, you cultivate compassion and you don't. And you see the submission and you know you can get it. Maybe you start to put it on so that the person defends and then you let them try to dominate you and defend. In this way, it becomes play. It's fun. It isn't about your ego. Think about if you've trained for any period of time. Think about the people that you've met training and all the ego involved. Too many people miss this aspect in their training. They let their egos get in the way and rule, and it just dominates. Most of us will hopefully and likely never get into a fight. So this means our martial arts training is in a way just complete fantasy, if that's the right word. Maybe play is better. It's play. And sure, it can be serious, and it should be done to prepare you for the worst, believe me. That's how I train my students. But it doesn't need to be done in a way that is adding to the delusion that we are already carrying around. So that you're going to believe the hype. So, cultivate compassion. But more importantly, at least at first... Try to figure out what that actually means right down to its roots and then do something about it. Like I said, at its surface, compassion and, you know, what I keep saying to, you know, cultivate compassion, it can seem wishy-washy or it can seem really simple. Oh, yeah, I'll just be compassionate. (laughs) But when you really start to examine it, when you really start to, you know, let that training sink into your bones, you start to see just how deep that kind of training is and how all-encompassing it is and how important it is. But like I said, most people won't even get there. Question is, will you? Thanks for the question, Agnes. That was a good one. 
All right. And I think that will do it. So if you have any questions that you'd like me to add to the question of the week, please send them my way. Right? You can get a hold of me through the website. Again, that is www.warriorsway.ca. Head over there and check it out. I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm sure you'll like. You can read little blog stuff from each of the podcasts. You can find out some of the books that I would suggest that you pick up. And by the way, if you go on the website and you check out those lists that I've put together of different things you can pick up um, and you click on them and order them, Warrior's Way podcast gets a small cut. So if you love what we do and you'd like to see us keep going and support us, that would be a great way to do it. And you know what, some of you, maybe, you know, you'd love to support us, but um, the Warrior's Way online training program, you don't think it's your your deal. So you go to the website and pick up a book. That's another great way to help us out. Another way is our Patreon page. You can always support us there. You can just go on Patreon and look for Warrior's Way podcast. I have links to all this stuff, by the way, on the website. Um, and again, if you are a awesome person and you would like to support what I try to bring into this world, check out the Warriors Way online training program. I'm really proud of it and it was a lot of work and I would love to see you there. And uh, I'd love to see you working with me, to be honest with you. from I, I love hearing from people from around the world that listen to this thing. And that's another point. If you uh, want to take two minutes out of your day, send me a message, say, hey, I love the podcast or whatever else. You can get a hold of me, like I said, through the website. Uh, We're also on Instagram and on Facebook. And if I haven't mentioned lately, I've written a couple martial arts types books, training books. You can pick those up on Amazon. Uh, you can also you can get them for your Kobo or your Kindle, and you can get them as a paper copy, because that's a cool thing. So, I think that's it. I'd love to hear from you. If you get a chance, if you're new or you haven't done it yet, give the podcast a five star review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me out. And otherwise, until next time, folks, train hard. Have fun and be a good friend in all the ways that that means. If you're going to hoist aboard some of the things that I talked about today, that idea of cultivating compassion, how does that relate to being a good friend? Think about it. All right, I'll talk to you next time.